Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. fidget spinners her name is ashley she's a gymnast and she drinks a lot of latte hello friends and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created the amish baby machine podcast starring dags and johnny rage the amish baby machine podcast is a powerful american pop culture podcast we weren't here last week we had a little uh medical emergency with the amish wolfhound sad story the Amish Wolfhound got sick. That is the bad news. The good news is he's on the mend. He's getting better. But we were left with a powerful, powerful medical bills. So if you could help us out, we do have a GoFund page, GoFundMe page. And if you just go to GoFundMe.com and type in Johnny Needs Your Love, Johnny Needs Your Love, we'll try to get a link up to Please help out if you can. If you can't make a donation, please share it on Facebook. We really appreciate it. Welcome back, Johnny Rage, to the Powerful Barn. Well, thank you very much. Um, following up on the story with uh, Johnny Ringo, you were awakened middle of the night. Walk us through exactly what happened. The Amish Wolfhound was acting strangely, just pacing, breathing, just breathing real, just rapid breathing. Uh, running up and down the stairs, acting weird. So I'm like, yeah, we better bring him in. They brought him in, did an x-ray, and they found he had uh, bloat. I forget the technical term of it is where it's basically your stomach twists around and cuts off all the circulation. So that was like 2 in the morning. His spleen was bleeding. They had to cut out his spleen, emergency surgery. So I had to spend a couple days in the hospital but the good news is he is getting better. Now, I'm going back to the moment where he's going up and down the steps and he's panting. But what dogs, that's kind of typical behavior of a dog. No, it isn't. You know what your your dog does or doesn't do. Okay. Like if they're randomly just going up and down and looking. and then... but, he, but he wasn't yelping or didn't appear to be in any pain. I mean, that just kind of shocks me under, from what you told me actually happened, it seems that up and down stairs doesn't seem anxious acting anxious okay and it's i don't know if i'm articulating it well but he's acting weird for Mm -hmm. lack of a better word you know huff uh breathing real shallow rapid breathing like like walking into a corner looking at the corner walking Mm -hmm. upstairs Mm -hmm. you know kind of doing odd behavior okay i hope you wouldn't uh wig out if you if i was doing heavy breathing because that's just getting up from the chair you know so epic uh <laughs> epic power lifting yeah but you know that's a very sad story and i'm glad it turned out for the best for your dog but while you were talking about operation i was thinking of that game remember as a kid you had the game operation and <clears throat> yep exactly red basket the 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 red uh glow glowing nose would 
emit red if you touch the sides with the metal um water on the knee water on the, do you remember some i was just going to ask you you've got that powerful memory if you can remember some of the things that you're trying to go in and take out of that epic game yeah the wishbone and the, the, that was a fun game i love that now game. now it would probably be some uh led and it wouldn't just have the same was that milton bradley didn't they they did everything cool powerful milton whatever bradley. happened to milton bradley you know i don't know what was your favorite board game your your go-to Ah, boy, that I don't know if I had a board game, but I was a big fan of action figures. I had the six million dollar man, uh, Lee Majors. Remember, we can rebuild him, we have the technology, we can make, yeah. But going back to you're talking about that game, I mean, going back to actual board games, did you guys play the game of life? Do you remember we had the car and you'll put in the little, yep, we played the game of life, we played Risk, we played Monopoly. Risk would go on and on and on. On and on and on. But so would Monopoly. I don't know which game is longer, Risk or Monopoly. So you had Risk, Monopoly. Um, boy, I'm trying to think. What were some of the things that we did back in the 70s for board games? Um, shoots and Ladders, but that's when you were a kid. Uh, you had um, Cherry. What was the one? Swing the, the Cherry game or Apples to Apples or... I don't remember one. Yeah, of there was the kids ones are shoot shoots and ladders and uh, Candyland, and they had a bunch of different ones like that. The Candyland, oh, the Candyland can. But I, my powerful joke about spinners: the kids are doing the fidget spinning now. Yes, I ban- don't get banned it. at schools. Have they banned them? Why? I mean, that's being kind of cruel. You're picking on the children that actually need that with ADHD. Oh, you think it helps? Well, they claim. I mean, who knows? It's one of those things. Can you prove it? Prove it right or wrong. It it looks they they also have this putty that's supposed to work too. Have you ever seen that? And you just what does ba- the putty do? Basically, you just do the same thing. It it allows you to movement. I guess must make you must make you feel better. So whether you're spinning something or you have the putty and you the putty, you just basically just you know contort it in your hands and it's supposed to. Or could around. we just maybe sit still in class for a minute? Hey, come on, we've got aspartame shooting through our veins now. Nobody does that. Do you, you got- think you could even get through school now the way you are? No, I couldn't, you know, and I don't know how I did it back when I did it. I didn't do it when I did it, but yeah, sitting for uh, my kids, I I marvel at how they, the schedules that they have and not only the school, but the sports that they have too, that they do. But, um, no, I couldn't get through a school day. When did lacrosse come into action here? Well, I think here it's in the East coast. It's been around for a long time. Sure. That's kind of, but, uh. Kind of a rich man sport. Oh, Typically, wasn't it prep school out east? I don't know if it was rich man because it's not like. I mean, there's no sandlot lacrosse game. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. But I. There's no pickup game of basketball. I mean, you got to have some dough. Well, there is pickup games of basketball. You know. There is. That's my whole point. You pick, don't need any money. I'd pick up and leave because I'm yeah, no good. Yeah. That was my pickup game. Yeah. So, remember, white man can't jump. Speaking of basketball, and Woody Harrelson. He did finally, at the very bitter end, he was able to slam down. Wesley Snipes. Gosh, what a great actor Wesley Snipes was. Just Always bet on black. Passenger 57. Well, he was in that, uh, he got into a little uh, trouble with the federal government. He didn't pay his taxes. Okay. You got to pay your taxes. How much was it? Do you know? Must have been millions for him. Oh, yeah. Remember New Jack City? Ton of do. Great, great TV. Not TV, that, but great movie. No, great movie. That was great soundtrack. That was That was at the heart of the crack cocaine epidemic with chris rock was in it what uh wesley snipes reminded me of the guy remember we did our homework and we watched um luke cage the 
the villain reminded me of Wesley Snipes. Do you remember? That's exactly what he was going for. Yeah. yeah. Like the local. The local drug lord. Sure. Warlord. Yeah, exactly. You know, but. So board games. What were your favorite board games? Uh, no pun intended, but I got a little bored of the board games. I mean, it's like the same stuff over and over, like Monopoly. If you if you got the hotels, you know, whatever you're going to win or you're not going to win, it went on and on. We were right. Rubik's, how about a Rubik's Cube? I, I took the stickers off. Did you? Was yeah, it the, easier? The kids nowadays, now they can just spin that thing in like two seconds. Yeah, they try to. Not I, don't, I don't know how they do that. I mean, like your brain, how it, how it sets like that. Yeah. You know, the fidget spinners and all. The, there's always the latest thing, you know, back in the day. they had. You know, the, for the people that don't know, fidget spinner is kind of new. Explain to them exactly what that is. Well, it's a, it's a little toy. It, it reminds me of Posey Pitch. Do you remember Posey Pitch? If you do remember Posey Pitch, you're powerfully old. Posey Pitch was a lawn game where it just had a flower and it had one, two, three, four petals on it, if I remember right. Do the fidget spinners have three petals or four? Three. So they have the pedals, Posey Pitch, it had a hole in the middle, and you would throw it on a ring. It was kind of like a non-threatening horseshoes. Yeah, because remember the darts got real easy. Oh, yes, long, long darts. Were, they're awesome. They're these basically darts, these projectiles, and you would just hurl them up into the air and hope, Why is that hope, when hope they didn't impale anyone. Millions of people will use that, and one person gets injured, and they're banned because of one person. And you know they were drunk to begin with. They shouldn't have been using it. But nope, you can't have jarts anymore with the metal tips. They had to go to plastic. They ruin everything. They you do. Know, drunk people ruin everything. Remember yeah. click clacks? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> two uh, extremely two. hard glass balls on, yeah. a, on a little string, and you flip them back and forth. Click clack, click clack, and they just like smash people's brains and oh, into oblivion. Yeah. And then they softened them up because they had this new version where it wasn't on strings. It was on these plastic hard little rods so that it couldn't, it would always go track to the point it was supposed to there was no risk of any injury do you recall that or not i do because of my powerful memory but the the fidget spinners are basically like a little like a little uh flower thing looking thing and it's got ball bearings on it and you spin it you hold it between your two uh, thumb and your finger and you spin it and it just keeps going and going and, and it has kind of like that the force of the gyroscope do you remember the little gyroscopes on the it was on the little handle, and it had the two metal rods, and it would mm -hmm. go up and down, up and yep. down. It was like a wheel that would spin up and down. Correct. Kind of, that's what it kind of reminds me of, that forest you feel, the gyroscopic forest. Do you have one? Do not. Do not. How are you so familiar with it? Where do you see it? The kids have them. I see them everywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. They actually banned them from schools now? For well, that's what I heard because they're a distraction. Yeah. That's funny because they were made because kids are distracted too much, so they needed that. And now they're a distraction. That's kind of an oxymoron. I'm using a big I mean, word. I, I know there's some, uh, well, moron is more appropriate for you. I know there's some kids that have problems, but half those kids, just shut up, pay attention. Quit drinking your Diet Coke. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just focus a little bit. I was watching on YouTube, we were talking about um, different trends and everything, competitive eating. Have you watched any of the competitive eating? Are you talking Nathan Hot Dogs and the 4th yes. of July 65 world record holder? Coming up. Suki Maguki or whatever his name is? No, no. See, that's your way off. You're thinking of a Kobayashi. Kobayashi. Kobe What's the record now? What are we up to? Any idea? I, I, try I, I think it's 73. Oh, wow. So what happened was there was Kobayashi, did it for years, and then a guy came in by the name of Joey Chestnut. Yeah. Hey, Joey Chestnut. Isn't that a great name? I love Joey Chestnut. So Joey Chestnut came in and uh, kicked his ass. And then Kobayashi got disqualified somehow. I think he went, there's some uh, 
there's actually like a federation of uh, competitive uh, eaters. Wow. I, I don't know what it's called. So there's hope for me to be a professional athlete still. There is. Okay. Well, put your money where your mouth is because I would like to do some of those pizza challenges they have. They have one locally here where you can, if you, you know, you can get two people, four people to eat the pizza, massive pizza. Is it the bamboozler or what is it? I don't know what it's called. Elaine Boozler, I think, but. No, let me interrupt you for a minute. We go, it reminds me, we go up north from time to time to Lake Vermilion and there's a bar. I forget the name of the bar, but they have this, th- this pizza that's three feet in diameter and it's called the bamboozler. So that's where I got the name. Is that, is that one where they. No, t- it's not eat it all and you get a free oh, okay. t-shirt or something. Okay. No. I think this one is in Oakdale. Okay. Minnesota. So what's the deal? You eat the whole pizza, you get a t-shirt? Well, I think you get money like. Couple five hundred bucks. Thousand. Are you serious? Oh, I'm dead serious. Yeah, it's oh, wow. it's a massive pizza. We should try it. What was the one with John Candy where he had to eat the big steak or something? It wasn't that when he was in there and <laughs> Uncle Buck. No, no, no. It was the the out, great outdoors. Was it? I thought it was Uncle Buck. Was where it he the ninety sixer? Okay, that one should pop right to memory, but unfortunately, it, that's the one where the remember the bear comes through the door and is like yes. smooshing him with the. Yeah, <laughs> that was the funniest thing ever. Are you? Are, can we talk movies or not yet? Well, I wanted to talk about that competitive eating. Oh, okay. Because you just there's a movie. I just want to interject here because I'll forget about this because you know my memory is so bad. You are an '80s man. We have never talked about this movie together on the podcast, and I'm amazed that we haven't talked about it. You know what it is? What Vision Quest? Do you remember Vision, Vision Quest. Quest? Powerful theme song madonna he's got there's like 10 songs but madonna i i remember madonna got her start from that movie yeah you know powerful but we'll come back to it wrestling wrestling yep so with the competitive eating you had uh kobayashi and then joey chestnut won for like i want to say eight years and then this this little little kid named matt stoney five seven hundred twenty five pounds and he beat him wow and uh, Joey Chestnut just took the title back last year. And once again, he said it's coming up uh, Coney Island, 4th of July. Now, is that the only competition there is? Cause no, not at here. all. Not at all. I'm that, amazed. But you're almost like, you know how little kids love their baseball heroes? These are kind of like your heroes. Like, Do you have like their baseball cards or do they have cards for this? I mean, oh, I you love, know all their I, statistics, their weight, their height? I, I love watching them on YouTube. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And my favorite is this guy named uh, L.A. Beast. Yeah. And he's insane. Like he eats cactus, Ugh. cacti. He eats crayons. What is the point? Just pure entertainment. So does he do it in between his Nathan hot dog or what? No, he's not up. Uh, he's not ranked as high as those other guys. Okay. So he does kind of more, uh, just you know, like uh, you know, the hottest peppers, those Butchalokia ghost peppers. Yeah. Carolina Reapers. He'll he he won the Guinness Book of World Records, the most amount of ghost peppers eaten. Do you know what they win? What do they win if they win that Nathan's hot dog eating contest? That's a good question. I don't know. But I, there's a bunch of money dumped into it now, so they got to be paying more than they used to pay. Is there anything you wouldn't eat? What, what oh, a- absolutely. What I wouldn't eat? What, would you eat snake? I'm just throwing. Oh, things. oh, like animal. Yeah. I mean, is there something? I mean, if you, you said this guy is eating cactus, he's eating crayons. Light bulbs. Oh, man. Eggs in the shell. He just eats the whole egg in the shell. Okay. That doesn't seem quite so bad, but. Uh, crayons i mean what does that do to your digestive system well that's what i want to know like these guys like i just it's amazing that they don't they don't throw up they don't well some do throw up and when they eat the hot peppers but you would you would imagine the pain yeah like um i think he did 25 big macs 
Just, I think the world record on White Castles is 120, some ridiculous Ugh. thing. It's just amazing. Now, when they, I, when they eat the hot dogs, they always dip it in water, and it just looks so nasty. Oh, it's, it's not, it's not pleasant. Ugh. I mean, they, they, they dip it in water, and then they, they make, they have like the, the food is in like a fist, and they're just ramming it down their throat. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. Uh, it doesn't. Um, but yeah. the LA Beast, have a good day. He's funny. He's very entertaining. He's just nuts. Yeah. And he always like his he always says, I gotta go to the hospital. Like he just does the dumbest <laughs> stuff. Like one time he just put butter all over the floor and then carried in Christmas packages. And then I don't even know what that means. And he fell, slipped on the floor, and his his broke his toe and the bone just went right through. Oh. Like compound. And they just show it. He's like, I gotta go to the hospital. Is that some of that stuff is staged. Absolutely not. No. You're trying to say he he takes butter, puts it on the floor, knows it's there, comes in and falls. Yes. That sounds so no, staged. No, that, you got to see the injury. I'm going to I'm gonna yeah. have to look at that. I, I but just, L.A. Beast, he's highly entertaining. Oh, my goodness I mean, the, gracious. The durian fruit, have you heard of that? It's like the most disgusting fruit ever. Like he'll, he'll eat, you ever heard, heard of balut? Balut are little duck eggs where the duck is like half dead, like ha- <sighs> like hatched. I don't know what stage of becoming the duck. So it's like half egg and half duck. It's got yeah. like little little claws in the beak, and you just—it's like Filipino street food. Oh my goodness! Still not as bad as remember Fear Factor and what they'd have those people eat. Oh, he does the same thing. Yeah, he'll eat. He eats like, exactly like Fear Factor. He eats the 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 bull testicles. But and- there was one episode, and I want to get the name of the spider right because it—they had to eat a cave, a black dark cave dwelling spider or something it was the nastiest thing you'd ever laid your eyes on and they were crawling and you had to pick them out of the bowl and they always put them in a clear bowl so that you could really see them and that was fear the things that the people would eat oh my goodness one guy actually died he ate uh, like, from fear factor uh, no it was a different eating contest i think it was like hissing cockroaches and worms Ugh. and it just tore a hole in his stomach and he died Wow. Yeah. And then some people have choked. I think it was like the pancake eating contest. Some poor girl choked to death. How about, you know, peanut butter? I've done that where I'm really hungry and what am I going to eat? Well, I reach for the quick peanut butter. and You ever had that kind of stick on you in your throat? Oh, yeah, absolutely. People have died. They've suffocated. Cinnamon challenge. Have you seen that one? I've seen it, yeah. There's tons of challenges. There's this really cool stuff, this mad dog. Uh, I think it's Mad Dog 357. It's plutonium, uh, hot pepper extract. It's like 9 million Scoville units, like the highest level. Mm-hmm. Amazing. No, but that competitive eating is, is, is fun to watch. I don't know. I'd like to see like an MRI, see where all that food goes and how. Now, do you like, when you say competitive eating, do you like the fact that you have man versus man who can eat the most? Or do you like to see how far they'll take eating like this cave dwelling spider. What what do you like about it exactly? Yeah, the the man versus man doesn't no. It's just that, okay. That's not what turned. No, you no. Okay. It's just the the absurdity of it. Okay, so you probably liked Fear Factor more when they'd have the kai a cow eyeball, and whoever whoever could eat the most eyeballs would win. But the problem on Fear Factor was more gross out. Yeah, and this isn't. A lot of times they eat delicious things. You just wonder how you could do that much of. You know, like White Castles are good. They're not cow intestines. not disgusting right off the bat. Right. But I just know, physically know how they ram that much food in their mouth. Okay. 
I they half of them don't even chew. I mean, they just swallow. I don't know how they how they don't choke, how they don't. Oh, yeah, it's insane. You got to watch some of these videos. But I will I'll, I will show you that one where he's got the packages and he falls on the butter. Oh <laughs> so my goodness! It is, that sounds so staged, though. It just that doesn't even sound real. So you don't think he really broke his toe? No. That was uh, some, show, no, no, watch the video. Well, You're giving this guy way too much credit. Well, I, I mean, that's just, that's just plain stupidity then, you know. Well, we were kind of talking about food, and this is an arena that I don't normally go to, but can I ask you a question? It's, it's barbecue season. I know you and... Oh, you wanted to talk about the grills. Well, I like, I, we were I, talking off mic about that. Yeah. Do you like, are you a charcoal guy or are you a gas guy? And we won't go long on this because I know that's not my area. No, go. What do you, what this do you do? This is summer. What, I bought a brand new grill. I absolutely love the thing. Tell us. It's charcoal grill. Because uh, the last episode we did, we did a live show. Well, it wasn't live. It was recorded on the road. Was a, it filmed before a live studio audience? Yes. Ted McGinley. That reminds me of Kardashian. Mm-hmm. The, the ratings are going down. Yeah, so I was just no, I just I, I literally I saw that on TV. They said that they were all set. The ratings are going down. Well, you got to bring in Ted McGinley. Yeah, I mean, how much longer can we put? Because up he, well, us? here's the thing: why it yeah. makes sense. Ted McGinley did dress up as a woman on Revenge of the Nerds. Do you remember oh, when they all point. dressed as women? Yeah, good point. So, yeah. so he's a good looking woman. Mm-hmm. Good looking man, powerful. I get a brand new girl from Sam's Club. I'm a charcoal only guy, and I debate this with anybody. Oh, charcoal's such a mess. It's really not. You get your little canister, your little chimney. You put your paper on the underside. You put your charcoal inside there, and you light it. And it expedites the whole process for getting your charcoal ready to go. But this this grill, you should check this thing out. It's made by Smokehouse or something like that. Very unique name. But it has so many gadgets on this Now, thing. did you... Did you research or did you just go to Walmart and buy a grill? No, I went to Sam's Club. So, I mean, the same difference. You went to a, you know, the big box store. I wasn't even the market for a grill. So this was an impulse buy. It wasn't an impulse because it did take me a couple of weeks. But just the little whist- bells and whistles this thing has that you might not even understand because you are a gas, you have a lot of gas, right? After competitive eating, yes. But you're a gas guy. No, I'm very complex. Look okay. at me. Okay. I'm a very complex man. Don't ever forget that. Okay. Don't just look at me and label me. Okay. Because if you label me, you negate me as Nietzsche said. It's like if you label someone, you know, they have to wear the name label. And then it's, you know, the hi, my name is Johnny Rage. Yeah. And then it's, they leave the sticker on. Okay. Too so, deep. You ne- so you never want to label someone. Too deep for me. All right. So you're a charcoal guy. I'm a grill guy. Or is that a label if I say you're a charcoal just guy? Just talk. Talk about my charcoal grill. Yes. This and, thing and is just, the grill of all grills. It's a charcoal grill. Okay. And I was talking about this to somebody else. Well, I tried char- charcoal, but the charcoal flavor was too strong for my family. And I'm like, what do you mean too strong for your family? I didn't think that was possible. Yeah, they didn't like the taste of the meat because they were so used to the charbroil of a gas grill, propane gas versus uh, charcoal. And I found that I was shocked. I mean, isn't that what we strive for in our food is that charcoal taste? Would you agree with that or not? Well, here, do you think they had the flavor of the lighter fluid? No, they didn't use lighter fluid. I asked that oh, question. Okay, so just just the smoke flavor, yes, of the briquettes. Yeah, it, really. Well, see, they they're gas people. No, they're, see the gr- gas grill. Well, the gas grill. Bro- let me set it up. The gas grill broke, so they set up a small little Weber in between until they can get a new gas grill. And the family's not used to a charcoal grill, and they didn't like the flavor of the charcoal. So, well, growing up, uh, gas. In our age 
range, the Gen Xers, was kind of an expensive thing. Yes. We didn't. I didn't grow up with a propane. No, grill. nobody did. But you remember back then, the charcoal wasn't that good. They didn't have the chimney things. When you were grilling, it was like a three-hour adventure. Well, actually, my dad was. Uh, he's quite a ingenious young man. He took a coffee can. He did the coffee can. God I remember that. Him. I did that years ago, and I remember. It's so weird about my dad. Everything he did back then, you're like, oh yeah, and then you're like, oh my god, you're right. Yeah. So he did. We he did the coffee can thing. He did. He'd always improvise. And also, do you remember in the parks? I don't know if this is nationwide, but they had the permanent grills. Yeah. Yep. So we could use those too. Yep. But going back to the, so they, it wasn't the, the taste of the lighter fluid. No. It no. was, they just didn't like the taste of the. Well, because they, they were all raised on propane. So I, I think what happened was when he put his charcoals into the chimney thing, you have to allow them to sit and kind of set for a while. I kind of have it down where I know how white they're supposed to be. I don't think his charcoal, when I looked at his charcoal, the remnants, they were still black. I said, I said to said person, you didn't let your charcoal sit long enough. You need that to get a little gray, more gray than that and then dump it in. I don't, I think the charcoal was still igniting. And I think that that possibly could have been the problem, but I don't know. No, I, I love charcoal grilled over propane. We bought a really nice, last year we bought a nice, uh, Genesis Weber propane grill. Okay. I mean, it's really well made. Like that when you pull the lid down, it weighs like a thousand pounds, you know? Yeah. Solid as a rock. You ever see that green egg thing? I'm interrupting because I do. Yes. That's what I do best. The green egg. When you said thousand pounds, that green egg is like, that's like the ceramic. It's like the tomb of Jesus. You have to open this thing up. Oh, I don't like the way it looks. The green egg? Yeah. I don't like it. They should have made it more powerful. It looks, it looks like just some weird, like some some kiln or something you know it's got the fire brick inside and the green and just the name the green egg couldn't they have called it something more powerful like green egg and ham yeah just something more (laughs) like just something more like the the diesel destructor or something you know what i mean (laughs) some man man yeah exactly like dude grill or something exactly you don't want the the green egg i mean it's and doesn't it have kind of a comic book green goblin or no not at all even that would be cool no the green egg is not i'm not buying the green egg and it's like a million dollars yeah it's crazy for what and oh it's funny because a friend of mine bought one oh this thing cooks it smokes it bakes it does like five different things well this guy doesn't do any of that he still hasn't used any of those amenities. So I'm like, see, you should have just bought the $90 Weber, dude. So yeah. in a in a perfect world, charcoal, but I do like the ease of propane. But if you if have you're, both if here you're, or what? No, right now all I have is that I bought that nice propane grill. But I mean, I, I wait a minute. You just said you had charcoal. Do you have propane or charcoal? No, what? I said I got the Weber Genesis propane grill. What does Phil Collins have to do with this charcoaling? Well, it's Sue Studio, of course. Sue Studio. Of course, I'm going to get the Genesis grill. I figured something to do with the '80s. You always have to sneak that. I in. mean, I didn't even want it. I just saw it. All right. Anyway, but char- but, <sighs> but I do. I like the flavor of charcoal. Do you? I saw something on the internet's on YouTube. You got to start watching YouTube. You have that nice TV. Mm-hmm. You have the app built in. Mm-hmm. Just watch YouTube. It's See, great. I don't watch YouTube. I create material for it. No, you can I know. Catch me. But you I know. want you to watch it. But okay. they had this cool thing, this Gaucho grill. Okay. Where it was this grill and it was on level and it had this huge wheel you would crank up and it would take the the grate all the way down or all the way up. Looked epic. I mean, just powerful. Looked well, like, I don't get it. I'm I'm what what is it doing? So it's just powerful. Like it reminded me of like steampunk or primal. Just this huge wheel that would lift up the grate of your cooking. Grill? Yes, super high or super low. See, that's you and then you could you actually use wood instead of charcoal 
you just you open it up and it's got a bed. I mean, this thing must be ridiculously expensive because yeah. it looks so cool. But you just it's got this bed and you throw the wood in there, whatever you like, you know, whatever type of smoke you like, and then you let it cook down to the actual. Then it cooks down to the the charcoal or whatever you want to call it. Because yeah, you understand charcoal is wood. You, no, I know. Yeah. But what am well, I saying? The, coal, the coals. Yeah. You know, whatever you want to call it, you oh. burn the wood down just so you have the embers, the coals, and then you have this cool wheel where you can put the 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 that level sounds, of the grill. epic. Oh, it, yeah, I got to show it to you. It's just like, it's like a work of art too. It's like, I always wanted to get one of those uh, pizza ovens for the backyard too. Yeah. You know, um, I digress, but you know the Ford Motor Company invented charcoal. That's why it's called King's Ford because they took their leftover pallets, burned them down into charcoal, and then therefore they sold them. I will not believe that until I look it up on the internet. Fact. That's absolutely fact. All right. That's uh, your pro tip for the day. Ford Motor Company invented charcoal. Um, anyway, so the charcoal debate versus gas rages on. I don't know if there's ever going to be a winner to that debate, but I don't think there is. I mean, it's it's definite charcoal is better, but yeah. I think it's just the most people. It's the propane. You have the control of the temperature. I think it's just easier. I think if if you could if you could come up with a machine that would do charcoal exactly the same, if it wouldn't. There'd be no well. Just contest. I'm a seasoned vet. I know how to do it. You know, and to me, I think I'd probably have a harder time trying to dial down my burner flame than I do uh, with the charcoal because for, set it and forget it. That's what I do with my charcoal, you know, stealing from a, the great. Uh, um, now, do you eat uh, b- bone-in meat? Do you, like, make chicken with a bone or do you – because I feel when you grill, you know, if you grill a chicken breast, you uh, grill a ribeye, which is the finest cut of meat, I think. Do you think the ribeye, do you agree the ribeye is the best uh, steak cut? The tenderloin better than really? a ribeye? Really? Oh yeah. Have that's you had a good best. ribeye? I've had ribeye. I've had tenderloin. I love ten- tenderloin. To me, is the best. Uh, you know. So with the bone in though, it takes so much longer to cook. Like the chicken, to me, that's kind of difficult. They, you know, a lot of people say split it open and kind of butterfly it out. Uh, but I, I kind of like chicken with the bone in. But it's they say it's more flavorful because around the bone has uh, tendons and fat, and the bone itself kind of marbleizes, and it's supposed to have a better meat quality. However, I'm not a professional on this topic. Um, to me, there hasn't, and you'll look at me and you'll agree, there's not too many pieces of meat that I'll discard, whether it has a bone in or bone out. But when I do go to, when I go to, uh, B-dubs, I want the bone. I want the bone. Okay. Oh, that, those, those boneless, that's not even a chicken. Yeah, I know. That's ridiculous. It's yeah. gross. Yeah. You might as well just get a chicken McNugget. I mean. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as, f- as far as the grill though, you're happy with the grill you Oh, got. happy. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of have that thing you're talking about. I can set my charcoal. There's one, two, three, four, five, and then there's a little tray I can open up and I can add charcoal if I'm doing a pork butt or something like that. And then um, I have all these different vents for controlling the air temperature because oxygen is a big part of your charcoal flame. Do you have a thermometer on there? It has a thermometer on the- Do you use it? Uh, not usually. I can usually tell by touching the meat or just by looking at it. You become an experienced individual like I am. You You're an tell. experienced meat meat toucher. I'm an experienced meat toucher, yes. Um, did I ever touch your meat? No. Anyway, um, so that I, is the point of this powerful oaken desk. Stay on the other side. Affirmative, Roger. So anyway, I just thought I'd have this discussion with you because I was talking about this because I got my new grill. So that's the topic of discussion with everybody that I, that I see. Powerful discussion on the last episode. In fact, we talked about a little bit on our road trip, in the roadhouse. We did a little grilling talk. Okay. So we're becoming redundant. I don't want. No, to no, do no, that. not at all. Okay, not at all. That last, uh, the last show was. 
we're getting all the tubes and wires and everything straightened out so we can do another road show. I want to hit. You're listening to the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. Now, earlier you talked about the powerful movie, 80s. Of course, the 80s, you're trapped in the 80s. Vision Quest. Love it. Yep. Now, why do you love it? You know, I think it was an era. I'm like you. I'm an 80s guy. But I, I just, soundtracks are what really makes a movie for me. Um, Forrest Gump, I've asked you this question before. If you take the um, soundtrack away from Forrest Gump, is that movie as good as it is? Who cares? But the soundtrack makes it better. Um, Vision Quest. Madonna started her career with I'm Crazy for You was in that. Lunatic Fringe. Yes, as you said that, I'm going to pull it up here. I'm going to, description of the show is high school wrestler is Matthew Modine. Feels he must do something significant in his life shortly after turning 18. Despite vehement advice against it from his father, Ronnie Cox. Oh, is he the best, Ronnie Cox? I love Ronnie Cox. (laughs) Decides to try to lose over 20 pounds in a very short time. Attempt to take defending state champion. The shoot. Lower weight class. Meanwhile, he falls in he falls for the edgy older Carla Linda uh, Fiorentino. Is it Fiorentino? Forget what her name is. Who provides further distractions for the young wrestler? Never now saw let, her again. Now let me pull up the soundtrack. The soundtrack here. It's got great music. Um, it's just you know, it's a high school kid who's trying to find himself. He's involved in sports. Only the young journey. Yeah, that's a great song. Change. John Waite. Yep. Lead singer of the Babies. Yep. Shout to the top, the style council. Gambler Madonna. Yep. She's on the Zoom. Don Henley. Hungry for Heaven, Dio. Lunatic Fringe. Powerful. Good stuff. Went on to sing that the great song, Life is a Highway. Life is a Highway. Now, did you know that was the same dude? I did not know that. I know. It was, it was amazing. Johnny it was amazing. Did not Lunatic Fringe. Fringe. You know, this is very underrated, unsung, pun intended soundtrack. Absolutely. And that's what I'll I'll fall you. in love again. Sammy Hagar. What yeah. a great fucking song. Yep. Hot blooded foreigner. Yep. Yep. Check yep. it and see. I mean, just, feel, and then crazy for you. And that's Madonna. why that, that's why I think I like it. So I, the the soundtrack was right up your alley too. I mean, that's all the tunes that you uh know. It's a lot about. of alleys to be up. Yeah. They're always up in the alley. Why not? Powerful why? movie, though. Yeah, great movie. So the soundtrack is what sold it for you. Well, I mean, I like the storyline, too. The young kid tries to find himself, doesn't have a mother, falls in love with this girl who comes into town, um, doesn't have a place to stay. He offers his house up, him and his father. Mother's not there. She falls in love with the woman. Of course he would, because he's a horny 18-year-old kid, and she's pretty. Um, kind of stalks her in a way where... The funniest part in the movie is when she's doing her laundry. He doesn't know that she's about to enter the room. What do you think he grabs out of the basket? He grabs her panties and he starts sniffing them. <laughs> do you remember that? Oh, my God. He start, but the funny part is she catches him in the act. And all she does is she raises up the laundry basket like, dude, you're a pervert. Give me my panties back. You know. So, But anyway, he's a young kid, hasn't had sex before. It's turned on by this 21-year-old gal. He's 18. She moves in. He automatically thinks it's like his girl because, you know, he's trying to do her a favor. But um, he thinks it's his girl. And she goes out on town, tries to have a good time. You know, she doesn't want to mix ro- any romantic uh, things with him. So she, she works the town a little bit, goes out. He gets jealous. 
but in the same time too, he's trying to wrestle. Uh, there's a wrestler who has not, not lost in four years of his career. They call him the shoot and he wants to fight the shoot and he's new to wrestling. He's only been wrestling for a year. And the coach says, you're crazy. Nobody wants to wrestle the shoot. And he says, well, I'm going to, and the coach says, no, you're not. They fight back and forth. Finally, the coach sees, Hey, I can't, I can't stop this guy and his energy. And all along the way, you've got great tunes playing, coming in, coming out. And it's just a epic, epic eighties, uh, um, movie that we have never as i'm watching this i'm like why has Dags not brought this up this is that is a powerful movie i don't know i think it's like predator i always talk about predator but there is a lot of 80s movies that kind of you forget about and that's one of them i had to look i thought for sure it'd be on netflix not i actually had to and i don't understand this sometimes you'll find those movies that won't be on amazon prime free or they won't be on netflix you have to actually pay for them i don't know if that's because of all the music in it it's uh um and they have to pay all those people additional every time it's it's played or why. But why would Vision Quest from 1980 be a $2.95? Well, I know. That's the thing I, on uh, on uh, Netflix, too. The movies they get, they always get – it's like a new movie and it's like Ghostbusters 2. I mean, I don't – like the TV shows are good, but the movies are – it's not worth the money on that. Right. But I did start watching a new TV show on Stars called American Gods. Yep. It's this uh, this dude Neil uh, Neil Gaiman writes comic books and stuff, and he wrote this uh, book about American gods where gods are on Earth. Mm-hmm. So it's basically this dude. I watched two episodes. This dude is in prison, gets out of prison. His wife dies, and then he runs and in, runs into this kind of con man guy called Mister Wednesday. And you don't know who he is, but you're assuming like he's a god. Is that a relation to Tuesday from Adam's Family? It is not. Oh, okay. But that, but that's a good attempt on, okay. on comedy. We appreciate it here on I the try. most powerful podcast ever mm-hmm. created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. This dude gets out of prison. It's a highly stylized show. It's it's like, it's like three hundred. It's like, like the blood shoots out stylized. It's like it reminds me of uh, X Files. Reminds me of the show called Friday the Thirteenth. The series. Did you ever see that? A mm-hmm. little bit of it, but. Do you remember what it was? It was basically this, like, I forget if it was their uncle, but it was like these two younger girl and a guy and then this older dude, and they had, like, this antique store, and all these antiques got out, and they have to collect them. And they, they are, they're all enchanted with, like, evil. They're possessed by evil powers. Like, one was a pipe you would smoke, and then this evil demon would come out and kill people. Ouch. That was a great show. I don't have that much of a vivid memory on that. Fri- yeah. You watch it though if it's if you can find it somewhere. Friday yeah. the Thirteenth had nothing to do with the movies. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth the series. Yeah, loved it. But this was what well, this kind of reminds me of that. It's kind of like it's got like he fights his uh, the dude that gets out of prison fights his uh, leprechaun in a bar. You know, it's kind of is it an actual leprechaun or is it a CGI thing? No, it's a real dude. Like a is that okay. like this red haired dude? Okay, but it's kind of cool to take on it. It's like. It's not like your stereotype little leprechaun. It's like a full-size dude. Okay. So I don't know where they're going with this show. I only watched a couple episodes, but it, it looks like it's going to be cool. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up right now, yeah. I mean, Honest it's – uh, Oh, I, I, can't, I can't give you that right now because I've only okay. watched two episodes. But it's cool. It's got – you know, if, if, if you like that kind of Sin City, the stylized look to it, it's got – you know, the acting's over the top. It's got, like, this uh, woman goddess. I can't give away what happens, but it's it's funny as hell what happens, how she kills this dude. Yeah. 
So, and the special effects are kind of cheesy, and I don't know if that's on purpose or it kind of makes makes it kind of campy. Is it Games of Thrones esque or what? Similar to that or nothing not like it? Nothing, nothing like, like it. Okay. No, it's more like I said. It reminds me of like X Files, kind of a Sin City. It's okay. like like over the top acting and so more it, alien sci fi shock shock value. More okay. monsters, not okay. as not as much. Like there's a leprechaun guy. There's this. Uh, blood uh, they haven't really said who the gods are you can kind of figure out read between the lines who they are but so more more kind of more horror gothic kind okay. of stuff and okay. nothing like game of thrones no okay yeah but you know, check I, it out i know you've told me about it other people it's kind of the hot uh it's on correct me if i'm wrong is that on stars network is that where that's being shown american gods is on stars okay isn't that funny how they're all doing their own version pretty how long is regular tv going to be around with movies like that i mean it's it's turning to on demand now you're just going to pick well it's so cool because these these other channels can can take things like they can put together take this book and do it justice make it exactly like the book is you know tv you know you have you have these these actors and and you know you got to placate them and then you have these advertisers and this they go no you know these we're gonna make it exactly like that's what i was trying to tell you on uh, earlier episodes you don't have to just make it good and people will watch it well the problem with television let's face it if it's not a hospital or a police show it doesn't do well that's all that's on regular tv hospital shows emergency rooms Chicago PD, Chicago Fire Department, Chicago Emergency. And they're room. all junk. They're, ju- I can't, they're junk. I, I, mean, I, can't, I can't even watch them. They're well, junk. Well, I mean, let's go. It goes back for years. There was, there was e- ER. There was um, uh, back in the 70s and 60s, we talked about the shows, uh, um, the fire. What were those shows? Uh, Adam 12. Adam, um, yeah, Adam 12 Emergency. I mean, it, but it's like, come on. You have That's what you still have to this day. We were doing this back in the 70s. And right now it's L.A. Law or not L.A. Law. I'm sorry. That, I did like L.A. Law, by the way. That's more 80s. But you have um, Law and Order and that franchise. And that thing will never die. I mean, that thing is uh, there's many different versions of that. You have now you have to go to Chicago, Chicago PD. And then sometimes you'll get the night where L.A. meets Chicago and they do a double thing. You know what I'm talking about? And that's supposed to be the big thing. The crossover, you mean? The crossover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they do that on YouTube, by the way. They have YouTube stars at appear yeah. in each other's so videos. It'd be so easy to beat network television because there's like no... Uh, however, I do like... Are you a fan of... Um, and you think I would know the name of it too and I'm trying to tell you how much I like it. It's in the summer with Howie Mandel as a judge. What the heck's the name of that? Yeah, America's Got Talent. Yeah, do you like that? I, I do like that because I think it harkens back to the old variety shows right. of the 70s. I mean, let's face it though, I said this before. It's always... They'll have some of the coolest acts, but at the end, it's always the comedian, the singer, and uh, the magician. You, you, it's always that. Why does it have to be a competition, though? It's just like uh, Dancing with the Stars. You know, they have Dancing with the Stars. They have, um, they'll have like an old person. They'll have a young person. They'll mm-hmm. have an athlete. But you know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the athlete or the gymnast. Same with uh, America's Got Talent. You know, the person spinning the plates is not going to win. I know, but they always so, have, it's always, the, like I said, it's always the comedian, magician, that, or the singer. That's what I'm trying to say. So just have it a, just have it a, a, a show. Well, it doesn't have to be a competition. Well, it's not kind of, well, American Idol, that was kind of a competition. 
it was a competition. But did, did I hear correctly that ABC bought American Idol and they're going to rerun this? I was hoping that thing was dead forever, but rumor has it ABC might have picked that up. Well, the the thing is with those shows is the judges became bigger stars. Than oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It, it is. I mean, you can't even tell me who won any of these things, and it's always some local guy. Oh, Billy from The Voice. Well, we always remember Kelly Clarkson because she was like the first one. Yes. Um, there's a there's a few Ruben you, Ruben Stuttered yeah. and you remember one or two of them, but the last yeah. thirty episodes. But who, who yeah, cares? my point is that it's all it was all about the. And that's what they did with Howard Stern, too. They brought Howard Stern in to be the judge. and Yeah. I enjoy that. The king though. of all media. America's Got Talent is good. But other than that, no wonder why network TV is losing so many viewers. Number one, there's so many more options now. But with American Gods, with um, Stranger Things, I mean, Netflix is creating the House of Cards. Um, all of the, the Sopranos, and I know the Sopranos no longer exist, but Games of Thrones so much better than network television because network television will not get off the cop shows for guys. Well, it's just the quality too. I mean, the acting, the cinematography, you know, and I, I think part of it, you know, the, the filters, they have to have the, you know, the cursing and everything they have to, can't they have that on TV? So on cable, they, that gives them, you know, the latitude and the ability just to make even better shows. You don't have to worry about filtering out stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, when you say filtering out stuff, what do you think about, Stephen Colbert and what's been happening with uh, powerful segue. By the way, that was I thought it was too. yes, powerful. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny because uh, President Trump is saying exactly. Did you hear what he said? Is exactly and, true. His show was dying, mm -hmm. and then he started making fun of him, mm -hmm. and then his ratings went up. Yeah, that's what and, they found. And he, he, you look at Stephen Colbert, like him or not, whatever. But his his last success was making fun of Bill O'Reilly. Mm -hmm. That's his was his entire show. Mm -hmm. He was pretending to be Bill O'Reilly, mm -hmm. and then he came out, and he really doesn't have a personality. Right. What does he do? So his show was boring. Yeah. And then he started making fun of Trump. Yeah. And now he's edgy, and right. he says things, and oh, cock holster, and he's very edgy, you know? Yeah. And he, he's, I was hoping Donald Trump would acknowledge him, because I, and he did, unfortunately. Well, well that's the thing, too, that Stephen Colbert comes out, oh, I won, did yeah. you see that? I yeah. won. No, you yeah. didn't win. Yeah. Just because you, if you, if you, if I stuck my finger in, in a grizzly bear's cage and kept poking and poking him, eventually he's going to bite my finger. I won. See, I, I <laughs> agitated him. I won. Yeah. No, you didn't win. You know, the thing about Stephen Colbert, too, is some of the things that he says and does about Donald Trump, I have to say, are genuinely funny. The problem with him is he doesn't stop. It's over and over and over and over. And it's like, you know, dude, can you take a break from him and now start saying something about Obama or Hillary or the well, other well, side as well, Well, that's my point too. about comedy. I, I, I like it. He's funny. Saturday night's funny. But it's you're right. When they, when they keep going and going and it's like personal, just be funny about it. Like, like the, the comedian I showed you, I sent you a link. The yeah, guy that He's does, got his own show now on Comedy Central. Yes. Yeah. Does Trump brilliantly. Yeah. And he rips on him, but yeah. he's funny. Right. He's funny. But he does it in a more sensitive manner. No, I don't think so. He, well, he nails the impersonation. That's, yeah, it's no, he phenomenal. Does. He does. So you can be funny. But it's more of a spoof of Donald than vindictive of Donald. Exactly. Yeah. And, and to me, it's just like, you know, you know, like the goofy impersonation, like if you, uh, Dana Carvey, I kind of like that. Yeah. I like more of a goofy impersonation. Yep. Where it's more cartoonish and. And a lot of times, too, if you do an impersonation that sounds exactly like someone, 
it's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to do it. You know, Dana Carvey, go, hey, hey, that guy, you just, you know, make weird noises and it's funny. Right. It doesn't exactly sound exactly like him. Right. It's just like Arnold, when you do Arnold, do, do, he is and do, 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 do such things as this. Or you just go, ah, ah, <laughs> you know, you just make a noise, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, I, I, but you this, just taught me how to do Arnold. But, <laughs> yeah, but if you listen to Arnold, it's, in these things and such things, and, you know, he uses the wrong words and puts s's on. <laughs> he things. sounds like Mika. Yeah, yeah, and the <laughs> devices and such things. And like one time he was talking about rehab, and he, he's like, in, "They will go to the places where they do don't, don't do the drugs anymore." You know, and he's just like, he's just, he can't come up with the words. Oh, like, keep in mind though, the guy's from Hungary and he's learned a second language. I mean, Austria. Well, I'm sorry, same place, isn't it? No, but actually, well, I I'm think, hungry. I, think I go to Austria. I, I, uh, yeah, that's like the old joke. Hungry? No, I just had a falafel. I'm fine. But um, his his uh, English has actually gotten worse. Cause, like I watched her like old. Uh, oh, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, you got to take your hat off to somebody that can speak. No, two no, I know we're just know. busting his. Balls. I mean, look how lazy we are. We can barely. I can barely master the English language. You know, and now you're criticizing guy who knows like two languages. He might even know more. You know, look at a Pope, for instance. Yeah, but in Europe, Europe, though, it's always it's like living next to Wisconsin. You speak Wisconsin, too. Yeah. So you live in Europe. Oh, he speaks 10 languages. Well, a Pope always speaks 10 languages, but we never get to see him. You know, why is he never speaking in English? Then I want to know, for gosh sakes. But, you know, I'm changing the subjects. You have, do you like weddings or not? Do you like to be invited to a wedding? I know you had your wedding. It was a beautiful moment I, for you. I enjoy the music i hate the picture time where is grandma when you need grandma it's always where's grandma find grandma where's grandma we need grandma with the bride and everybody stops look, trying to find grandma you know, so, you know, you know so where cool. is grandma let me you know, ask you, you know what's so cool about your comedy it's, what it's so it's so melquitoast <laughs> and generic i mean you could go down where's to like, grandma? I was just like what's up. that what's that really what's that really bad uh place down in branson missouri oh, like like, branson. like you could perform in branson oh, missouri. i wish i could man but come on you're sitting there. Nobody likes pictures. The bride is at her worst during pictures because people aren't listening. People are deep in a conversation, and they're always missing somebody. Okay, and you had your assigned time. You're supposed to be with the bride and with the groom. Don't we have enough cameras on our phones now? The quality now is just there. Do we need the photographer? Where is grandma? <laughs> I actually, I actually like uh, candid photography. I don't like the stage. I like the. Like, you know, you and your wife would be dancing and someone snapped a picture, not posed. Mm-hmm. Those, to me, candid photos are the best. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, they used to do the thing where they'd set the camera down on the, all the tables. People could snap photos. Mm-hmm. Those, to me, are the best. Posed pictures, yeah, they're so sterile and generic. I, I think, though, the problem with weddings is it, they cram too much in one day. Oh, I know. Way too much. Well, then you got the night before. Yeah, you're, you way, you're way tired. Of, no. And then you got the stag party. They, they should have, it should be a multi-day thing because it's it's too it's too much. You get tired by the time, and I mean, you're wiped out. Right. But where is grandma? I want to know. Where's grandma? Where's uncle? Mom? Where's mom? We can never find people. You're always trying to allocate where people are during pictures are. So that's why I wasn't here, and I was just trying to pick up on different things. Did you grab? Uh, did you watch any other movies on there? I did. I was, uh, you know, I went on a movie binge uh, since I've talked to you last. Three movies I saw. Any was, newer movies or? Well, what's newer? What's definitely? Well, I mean, one that was just out recently. Life is that just out? How long ago did you see Life? Two weeks ago. Tell us. And then I saw Circle with Tom Hanks. The Circle. Are you familiar with that one? Terrible movie. Don't suggest it. I am a Tom Hanks fan. Kinda. What was the third one? 
Uh, the third one was Case for Christ. What was the best one out of the three? Life, by far, far and above. But do you like sci-fi movies? You kind of do because you like this American Gods. I do enjoy sci-fi. Okay. Ryan Reynolds is in it, and they're up in the space station, and they actually have life that they brought back from Mars, and they don't know exactly what it is, but they're up there waiting to get it. It enters the ship, and it's this little amoeba-looking thing that's in a Petri dish. And one of the scientists, astronauts, is working by himself, locked in a room, trying to figure out exactly what it is, what it's made out of. Now, what did before, you just saw the trailer because we were talking about this, remember? Well, because I tried to see it, if, if you recall, I tried to see it, and then I couldn't find it anywhere. It was gone. It was released and then gone. Oh, okay. And so then I, I did find it, and I went to it, and it was uh, a pretty good movie. He finds out this little amoeba thing. He finds out that it's all brain and all muscle kind of like me yes thank you and and i don't know how much of the movie it's you want me to give away but it, now from what what i saw the trailer is it looked pretty stereotype like the little thing oh it's getting bigger we don't know it's gonna escape yeah i mean it it, it is kind of that stereotype i mean there's an alien he enters the ship everybody's scared yeah it's been done before i get it but this is just a little different twist it actually enters Ryan Reynolds' body. Ryan Reynolds goes in and tries to save an individual, and he gets the guy out, but they lock him in, okay? And he looks at everybody like, are you kidding me? And so this little amoeba thing, which is actually growing with every kill, um, is a little bit larger now, and he can't find him. And he's got this torch that he's, he, once in a while when he peeks his head out, he fires uh, fire at him, but eventually he runs out of fire, so he's got no weapon. So, Why do they always have to burn the poor aliens? Well, I don't know. They should, they just, anything that they can do to, to rid themselves of this thing. You know, there's nothing else. What are you going to do, like a spider? And they're so powerful, but then you can just burn them and they die. Well, what is it supposed to be like a spider? Take your shoe off and step on it, you know? I mean, maybe you should have tried that maneuver. I don't know. But anyway, um, the, the, the amoeba, I'm going to call it an amoeba because that's what it reminded me of. But then it did get bigger and bigger and bigger. But it actually goes into Ryan Reynolds' mouth. And then just tears up his innards, you know. And then with that kill, he comes out larger. And that's all I'll say. I'll so it's an alien ripoff, just like he goes in his mouth, just like the face huggers and aliens? Those came out of the bodies. They didn't go into them. Didn't no, they, that's how they originally got in. Remember the face huggers? They hugged the face. They came out of the pods. They hugged the face. They went in, and then they came through the stomach. Okay. You need to review I've saw all those, I've seen all those alien movies. I don't recall that. Of course, I remember when she's on the the hospital bed or the gurney and it shoots out through her stomach, or if that was one of her dreams or something. I've seen that like ten different times. I don't remember any. Of well, that. obviously, it didn't I'm stick. Sorry. Yeah. But anyway, life was good. I suggest go see it. I give it a four out of five. Um, the Circle with Tom Hanks is kind of a Facebook esque or Apple type corporate scenario where they actually try to slowly take over your life. <clears throat> Excuse me. I found it to be boring. Was I, it just bad writing, or was Tom Hanks everything was? I don't think they needed Tom Hanks to make this movie. I was expecting more because Tom Hanks was in there. Tom Hanks had a very small part in this. I don't know why they used Tom Hanks for this. Matter of fact, if they didn't use Tom Hanks, though, it probably would have absolutely done terrible at the movie theaters. Now, let me ask you about Tom Hanks, and I've said this before. Do you think he could pull off a comedy? Could he make an 80s comedy? I mean, he started in comedy, Bosom Buddies, you know, The Bachelor... Yeah, I think that's his roots was Party. comedy. I think he'd go back to it easily. Yeah. So why doesn't he? Why does he do all the crabby old guys? I mean, I'm tired of um, I, and, and this show bombed, right? 
I mean, I'm pretty sure it had horrible ratings. Hor- the Circle? Horrible box office, yes. Yeah. It doesn't shock me. It wasn't that good. So my point is, could he do a comedy? Do you think it's still relevant? Could he pull off a comedy? Absolutely. I, I think he could in a heartbeat. I think Tom Hanks is a is a big name in Hollywood. He draws people to the box office. And whether he's doing a drama um, or a comedy, I think uh, people people would follow. I, I really do. So Let's make it happen. Tom Hanks, make a funny comedy. You know, we were talking about this powerful podcast. Probably the best way to listen to this podcast is on iTunes. Please go to iTunes and leave a review. Five-star review is the best. Write a little something-something on there for us. Shouldn't it also, be a five-star buggy? Or no, should it be? It should be. But okay. So if you go on there, there's five stars. You click five stars, and this helps us with the ranking. So please leave a review. You've left a lot of great reviews. We really appreciate everyone that supports this show. Also, we're available on Stitcher Radio, the Stitcher Radio app. You can also leave a review on there. That'd be great. Stitcher's cool if you have any of the Android devices. iTunes is on the Mac devices, iPhones, etc. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We have the great pictures on Instagram. And go to Twitter. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. Amish, the letter B Machine. And Facebook. Yes, Facebook. Please like our Facebook page, AmishBabyMachine.com. And if you could help us out with Johnny and his recovery, we have a GoFundMe page. Are Go- you talking about my alcoholism? Yes. Oh. You have a lot of isms. Yeah. No, we're talking about the powerful uh, wolfhound. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I, go I fund me. Okay. Please go there and type in Johnny Needs Your Love, and our page will come up. And if you could donate, that'd I'm be sorry, great. Are we talking about me again? Johnny Needs yes. Your Love? Okay. Yep. I shouldn't be interrupting you. It's such a somber moment. Thank you. God bless you. Johnny Needs Your Love. Type it in to GoFundMe. And if you're unable to make a donation, just please share it on Facebook. That'd be awesome. Well, did you have a good time, Johnny Rage? Johnny I, Rage. I, I'm, I really did. Yes, yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. All right. And we appreciate everyone that listens to this show. We hope you guys had a good time. And hopefully uh, we're going to get to the White Castle show here soon. Want to get back on the road? Are we going to go for the 120? What's that? That's the record you said, White Castles. Oh, we should do that. I want to yeah. do that pizza thing, too. Okay. The pizza's doable. I don't know. You don't think so? I don't like pizza. How can you not like pizza? You're fat. I know, but I like to get fat with other things other than pizza. How can you not like pizza? Oh, my goodness. I like some pizza. Well, we'll find a pizza that you like. Okay. All right, guys. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine and visit our webpage, www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved.